0: Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go! Hey everybody, welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. Continue with me today in Controversy 3.0 as we begin to address and demolish the strongholds of thought and controversy that keep exalting themselves above the knowledge of God. We need a true encounter with Him so that we can face every controversy and prove it wrong by evidence. Take a listen today. I pray it encourages you to go deeper with Him and possibly to connect more with me. When man decided that he would make a better God than God, all hell was cut loose inside the human race and upon the human race. God's goodness preached the gospel to the devil right there in the garden after it happened. The goodness of God, the beautiful character of God, though man rejected him, Though man decided that he would rather be God than be sons to God through Christ, through the tree of life, God never, never allowed sin, nor hell, nor the independence of man to set his agenda, and he proceeded straight on to preach the gospel and to say, There is one coming, devil, and though you may nip his heel, he will crush your head, which means to crush the authority that you've just been given through man's independent choice. We will come for our sons and crush your authority. So, welcome to Tent Talk. I'm glad we're on Controversy with God 3.0. And I'm glad that you're staying with me in this conversation a conversation about the controversy with God that has been from the very beginning. It did not start with the traumatic events of your life. Um, you were not born with a good attitude towards God, and then these these things happened, and you know now you question God. Man is born with a nature that is 100% hostile towards God. Even in man's goodness, he is hostile towards God because he's saying, I will produce a goodness of my own. I don't need Christ for that. So man in his goodness or in his evil, the nature, this is what is so key that I want to drive home today, the nature that we inherited from Adam, simply because we were in Adam, we received what he took hold of there in the garden, and the nature that came to Adam and now to all of us just by being born is a nature that is filled with hostility towards God. And I've often said, you know, the end times are not causing okay, all of this. The end times may be revealing what's always been present within man. This is why the redemption, the redemptive work of the cross of Jesus is so powerful. It's been belittled, the cross, in very subtle ways. It has been completely taken down to a historical event. It's been, you know, minimized That well, you know, Jesus died for your sins, and you know, now it's going to be a mean time in the meantime. There are those who, even today, are trying to set aside the eternal, throbbing power of the cross in our daily lives as believers. And, my friends, this may be why we find ourselves in the circumstances and situations that we do is that we don't mind getting a little bit of, you know, anecdotal help from God. A little bit of, you know, when I sin, thank you, Father, that you have forgiven me, but there is a deliverance from ourselves and the controversy that is inherited. That controversy that is dealt with when the the operating power of the cross begins to cut and to sever inside of you. It's a very deep personal work. It's this true discipling. That that cutting, severing work happens deep within you, and Holy Spirit begins to reveal and expose to you something you cannot discern on your own. You cannot assess it properly on your own. And just as I was discipling with someone yesterday, who was having a powerful encounter with the living God as they were getting honest with God about their controversy with him as they part of this was happening as they read my book from trauma to trust and God began to work in them so powerfully so deeply through one or two sentences, and I loved this. Their, their honesty. They're like, I'm just reading your book, and I'm like, oh, this is a nice story, or this is a great story, or whatever. And then they said, all of a sudden, boom. It's like the sword of the Lord went into them, and one or two sentences just cracked them open, and they began to have this powerful encounter with God you know that makes it worth writing the book that makes it worth it because they began to hear from God directly they began to see the controversy they had with God they began to have a mixture of of feeling ashamed and angry all of that you know swirling inside of them and God began to speak to them things that no human could show them that no one could remedy, that no one could fix, uh, nor address. But this is a part of where real discipleship, where you may walk with someone that is quote discipling or mentoring you, but really what's happening is is that there's something very deep happening between you and the Godhead, and when that encounter begins to stir uh, it will forever be transforming within i hesitated to use the word i don't i don't want to you know overuse this i mean this is so very powerful you see because god must come and deal with the nature we 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 are dealt um that this nature is dealt with, obviously, initially, when we are born again. You have to be born again to receive a new nature so that you can now be one with the Father, now that you are like Him. You no longer have a nature that is hostile towards God. You have a nature now, God's very nature, that isn't completely compatible with His nature. Now, with the work of Holy Spirit and the power of the cross operative within, you stand on the side with God and the two of you together begin to address any residual hostilities that remain, if you will, operative within the soul and body. The problem is, is when you keep handling it as though it's still you, in the sense that you think it's, you're dealing with yourself. The self is the nature of that independence that is still residual, it's leftovers, um, the evidence of it is still there within soul and body. It is not within spirit. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymcready.com or follow her on social media at nbmcready It is not in your spirit any longer, therefore it is not you. And it must be addressed by the new man, by the power of Holy Spirit. The new man now addresses, if you will, the residual uh, hostilities that are left within. And the new man begins to personally encounter the Father, begins to know Him, and now— can refute every high and lofty thing that keeps exalting itself above the knowledge of God. See, the word gets very clear about which thoughts we are to be taking captive. It's the thoughts that keep exalting themselves above the knowledge of God. They keep saying something about God other than what is true. But if you don't have working personal knowledge encounter with God where you allow Him to address you. You allow Him to squeeze out that controversy. You do not allow the Father to speak to you. Not some rote Christian whatever. I'm talking about a living encounter with the Father where He speaks to you, loves you, addresses you as a son. Now you can refute every high and lofty thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of god 2 corinthians 10:3 through 5 i believe this is how strongholds get demolished not managed not managed not left for another day demolished because we refute every argument now here's what it means to refute every argument it means to prove it wrong By evidence. This person I was working with yesterday began to give, you know, an account of what was happening between them and God. You could tell, I could tell by the look on their face, by the countenance of their face, the sound of their voice, something was happening deep within them. They had encountered God, God had spoken to them, and they were now equipped when this controversy with God came forward. They were now in a living encounter with God, and they began to refute those, those lofty and proud things exalting themselves above God with evidence, because now they could come against that with a true encounter with God. You see, our experiences may be real, my friends, but they have lied to us about the character of God. I was abused as a child. That was very real and very traumatic. But it lied to me every single day to try to, to say to me that God does not care. God is not present. God is not concerned about you. That is a lie. My experiences were real, but they taught me lies. And I took hold of those lies and lived in the unbelievable heat and anxiety of those lies for years and years. And then I met God Personally, not a religious encounter, not a high theological, you know, thought system. I met him. And when I met him, everything else had to bow. And I knew he is for me. He has chosen me out. And to begin to war the true warfare and demolish strongholds, all right, day in and day out, okay, now refuting every argument, every high and lofty thing, is devil and flesh and self, I unleash the power of the cross towards you to tear you up and to demolish every stronghold. I have met my Father through Jesus Christ by the power of Holy Spirit, and I know Him and I have spoken with Him. And now your lies about Him are totally ridiculous. And let me tell you, my friends, you need a living encounter with God so that now you can encounter every stronghold of controversy, every issue, you begin to address it as the son that you are to him. That you begin to refute every high and lofty thing because you now prove it wrong with evidence. My God has loved me from before the foundations of the world and chose me out in Christ. And that eternal past now swallows up all of the past that is in time and space, if you will. All that I have encountered now must bow to the truer truth that I've always been loved and always been wanted in Christ. Now, Again, this is a thumbnail sketch of things. I hope it makes you hungry. Take your controversy with God to Him. Let Him speak with you. It's He who's bringing the controversy to the surface. It's He who wants to address it by a living encounter between you and Him. So, I pray that this encourages you. I pray that you will receive Him today as who He really is. And no matter what the experience is, no matter what we have lived through, no matter how heinous, whether you're trying to minimize it and make it very minor, God has never made the effects of hell and sin and man's independence. God has never tried to minimize it. You can see what He thinks about it when you see Christ and Him crucified. You can see what God thinks about sin. He thinks it must be paid for. You do not brush it under the rug. You do not act like it didn't happen. You do not try to explain it away. You have to pull it out into the light, call it what it is, and receive the full payment of Jesus Christ on the cross. The blood of Jesus pays for every sin. We have to know him and know Him crucified. And then we step into a living life, powerful life with Him. And now we address the controversies that come up. Oh, my friends, we must know Him in this hour of history because the hell that man unleashed within himself and upon this world, as you can see, seems to be getting exposed more and more and more. And as Christians, okay, we cannot remain clueless as to the origins of these things. We cannot remain clueless in the knowledge of our Father, or we are not going to be able to be the the ambassadors, if you will, the agents of His life, the ones who move in oneness with Him, in the midst of all of this. So, I pray this encourages you today, and I love you all. Let's get in oneness with Him, and let Him address us as sons. Oh, how we need these encounters, so that then we can see every stronghold of controversy brought down and refuted, proven wrong by total evidence of his goodness. Talk to you soon. If you'd like information on how to book Nancy McCready for an event or speaking engagement, visit nancymccready.com.